are back. Again. And on time. Again. We were. <laughs> are we feeling okay? I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, unusual. <laughs> so unusual. I mean, it has been recently. Right. It's just, I don't know. I love how we like came back with that episode and we're like, yeah, this is the plan. It's going to happen. And then we just didn't do it. Yeah. Like we really hyped up. We have a plan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's okay. We we we're doing the plan now. It was just a bit late. It's you fine. know, hiccups happen. Maybe it was part of the plan. It was just who knows. In invisible ink. You know, it was God's plan. Oh, God's plan. Bless. <laughs> oh, oh man, where do we even begin? Oh, okay. Maybe we should begin the episode with Hi, I'm Ali. Welcome to the Devil's Margarita. And I'm Amanda. I forget how to do this. And this is this is a podcast. Is it? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Wild. And I, th- I think, I think we're doing a true crime episode. We are, and the reason. I mean, why... I, ho- I hope we are because I have nothing prepared. So. <laughs> well, the reason why this is all disheveled is because I haven't had to do the lead on one of these true crime episodes in a hot minute. Um, Actually, it really has been a while. It has. I don't even remember the last one I did. To be honest, I so. was just trying to remember that, and I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was the bus kidnappings. Ah, yes, that's right. Mm, so it has been a while. Um, a hot minute. And so you know how I like to do episodes that are kind of older? Like I don't like mm. necessarily doing new ones because it feels too close and it's like icky. <laughs> I'm like, ew, it's gross. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so this one is actually quite recent. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. I was like expecting you go. So we're going back to the 1800s. We're going so back like, to yeah, okay. Egyptian times. <laughs> Ancient Egypt. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> no. So this one was actually in 2019. Okay. That we're going into. That is very recent. I know. And it feels weird to be this close to today. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. I say recent, but it's pre-pandemic, so it's forever ago. Mm, it feels like the forever ago. Yeah, Exactly. So, yeah, so the case that we're going to be talking about today is the Grant Amato case. I'm not sure if you if you remember this one or if you've heard of it. Maybe it does not ring any bells. You're in for a treat. Oh, I, I, okay. I feel like when you say treat, it's sarcasm, but <laughs> um, I'll look forward to it all the same. I wasn't originally going to do this one, but I I don't know why it just popped into my head and I just got sucked in. So it's it's a, it's a wild ride. But, yeah. so Okay, now I'm a little scared. We are going to start with Margaret and Chad Amato. And, you know, they're just lovely people. They have three sons who were Jason, Cody and Grant. And they actually grew up in a, in a little suburban area or a rural area of Florida called Chuliota, I believe it's called. So Jason was the oldest and he was actually Margaret's child from a previous relationship. However, once Margaret and Chad got together... Chad decided to adopt Jason when he was three and Chad just really took on this fatherly role with him and raised him as his own. And from there they had Cody in 1987 and Grant was the youngest born in 1989. So what I've read, the boys had a really good upbringing. It was kind of this like idyllic suburban upbringing Chad and Margaret had worked really hard throughout their lives. Chad was working as a pharmacist, I believe, at a CVS, while Margaret was a senior operations manager. And Chad had a passion 
for computers and he would describe himself, bless his cotton socks, as a self-taught computer guru while (laughs) Margaret, also bless her cotton socks, loved horses. And it's so sweet because Margaret actually rescued a neglected ex-race horse in 2009 yeah and the horse was called lady and oh my god margaret absolutely fucking loved lady and she was so patient and gentle and she spent so much time gaining lady's trust in order to train her and a neighbor actually said quote margaret never gave up on lady and it blossomed into a wonderful relationship because she never gave up so that just kind of speaks to the type of people that chad and margaret were Mm. but Going back, the whole family was really tight-knit. They spent a lot of time together. The boys, especially Cody and Grant, were really close because they were close together in age. But they would all go to football games and they were all playing like into sports. So they were just a really tight family unit. The boys that – no, sorry. The house that the boys grew up in was this really lovely two-story four-bedroom home which was set, I think – on about three acres. So okay, they had heaps of space to move about. And Chad and Margaret had also actually purchased a property in Tennessee, which they were planning to move there once they had retired. So financially, the family is doing quite well. Like they were stable. I don't think they were living like this extravagant lifestyle, but they had they were, like they were like comfortable. Yeah, the kids had computers and gaming systems and the family had nice cars and they had a nice house. So they weren't like... I don't think that they were like luxurious and lavish, but they definitely weren't slumming it by any means. Yeah, okay. So by the age of 18, Jason had moved out and he was, you know, starting his own life. He was living on his own. He had a career that was going on. He moved about 30 to 40 minutes away, but he was still visiting his family pretty regularly. So when this all unfolded in 2019, Jason wasn't at the house at all. Grant and Cody, though, went to Timber Creek High School. I think that's such an awesome name for a high school, personally. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's not, it doesn't feel like Florida, though. No, it doesn't, does it? (laughs) No. (laughs) I feel like what that's like, you know, there should be like a swamp in the name or something. Right. Or like Gator. I probably have like the like total wrong impression of Florida, but you know. I just always remember hearing things about like a man in Florida being in the news. Yeah. Like it's always a guy in Florida. (laughs) Or Florida man. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So while they were in high school, they both joined the weightlifting team. After they graduated from high school, they both ended up attending the University of Central Florida where they attended nursing school. And afterward, they would proceed into anesthesiology studies, which, okay. Okay. Nice. Cody did end up graduating from the anesthesiology program, but Grant dropped out. But he did go on to find work as a nurse at the Advent Hospital, Advent Health Hospital, rather, in Orlando. But I was going to say, it must take a really strong person to be a nurse because I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it either. Like, the patience that you would have to have. And, like, no, I couldn't do it. Because, like, I just think it would be a really hard job. Right, like when you're, whenever someone is in hospital, it's not because they want to be there, you know, and so like you're giving needles to people that don't like needles, you're seeing people that are ex- in extreme pain and and well, I mean, like you never like pop down to the hospital because you feel great. Exactly. 
So I don't think anyone's really having a great time. All right, no one is voluntarily really there. <laughs> exactly. Like, hey, just come to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt great, so I thought I'd just pop down and say hi. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, though, in June of 2018, Grant was suspended from his job because they suspected that Grant was actually doing a little sneaky sneak and oh, taking no. things that didn't actually belong to him. Uh, oh, no. yeah. Wasn't so, doing a steal, was he? Yeah, he was doing a little bit of a, a little, that'll be mine, thank you, didn't pay for oh, it, but I'll have that. Yeah, no, especially like in, in a profession like nursing, where right. I'm assuming you have a lot of access to drugs and that sort of thing. Well, it's funny you say that because oh. he was actually accused of administering medications to patients incorrectly because... Why would you do that? Well, the hospital staff had apparently found like, I think it was eight empty vials of the sedative propofol in two rooms that Grant had been overseeing. Unfortunately, though, the only problem was was that the doctors hadn't prescribed propofol to the patients of that room. So they were just like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what's going on? But Grant said that, you know, he had just administered the drug to patients who were not being adequately relaxed. Oh, so he just thought, well, I'm not a doctor, but I'm going to prescribe them this, you know, heavy sedative. Because mm-hmm. like, I don't think they're really relaxed. Exactly. You don't that. look like you're relaxed. You look a little bit tense. So here, let me just sedate <laughs> you. Yeah. Um, so. I have to admit, like, when I'm feeling tense or, like, stressed out, I don't think I could really go with the sedative. Right. My first thought when I'm, like, a little bit tense is, fuck, I wish I had some propofol. Um, like, fuck me up on some drugs. Let's go. Shoot it I... in, baby. Let's go. That sounds so bad. But yeah, you know, not my not my first thought. Right? Yeah. I'm just like, maybe I'll have a nice hot bath instead. Yeah. Maybe I'll have a nap. Yes. A nap is always good. Propofol, don't really know about it. Don't really yeah. want it. But thanks. Well, I mean, isn't that what Michael Jackson overdosed on? I think so. I think it is. Good Lord. Ugh. Anyway, so the hospital like conducted an investigation and it ended up firing him and he was arrested for gl- grand larceny. And for mm. just side note, for whatever reason, I always get larceny and arson mixed up. I think it's because they sound similar, <laughs> but I'm like, why did yeah. he catch on fire? Yeah, I was going to say very different things. Yeah. <laughs> I, no matter whenever I hear larceny, I'm just like, oh, fire. <laughs> okay. Fire, pretty. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So after the investigation, the charges were dropped, though, and I think it's because or it's at least assumed that it was because it could have potentially led to a massive lawsuit for the hospital if Grant was actually sedating patients without consent and prescriptions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So they were just like, no, just drop the charges. He's just done. So, again, not fully sure if he was actually administering the drugs to patients or if he was just taking them for himself. Okay. But either way, not great. Yeah, probably not what you want to do at work. Right. Not not the best, especially, you know, if you end of year review. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. So after this, Grant had a bit of a hard time landing a job, of course. You know, obviously he's a trained nurse, but I just don't think many hospitals would have been like, yeah, sure, come on board. Give sedatives to everyone that doesn't look relaxed. And we'll start a new program. But so, you know, (laughs) like he's struggling to find a job, but I feel like a lot of people have had this kind of light bulb go off. So he had the light bulb that like, you know what? 
I'm just going to become a full-time streamer on Twitch. And Are you kidding? Not even. <laughs> when I read Is this. this a joke? <laughs> when I read this, I was like, oh, okay. So it did blow my mind a little bit because his Twitch channel still up. And so he has a lot of clips of him playing Call of Duty in Fortnite. I think he had like two and a half thousand followers when I had a look. But like, Jesus, all right. I don't know how many of those are pre-incident versus how many mm, okay. post. But funnily enough, his bio on Twitch says, from healthcare to streamer slash gamer slash esports enthusiast, I'm an extremely chill person probably from the profile, he throws salt on the occasion, but for the most part brings the laughs and just has fun. Always a chill room unless we sweat. We do lots of giveaways, so stick around. She's like, okay, that's wild. <laughs> I was looking at it, I was like, what the heck? What the actual heck? <laughs> do you reckon he like joined one of those like follow for follow communities? Oh, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. And he would go into like other streamers thinking, he'd be like, hey, I stream also. Check out my <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like just pop into chat. Oh, yeah, actually, I also stream. I'm going to go do that now. See you later. <laughs> right. I'm going to go play this game if anyone wants to watch. Come. <laughs> I wonder if like people who aren't familiar with like Twitch communities on the other side, like not being a viewer, are, like know that that's rude. Mm. I have no idea. Well, if you didn't know, that is very <laughs> that's rude. That's poor etiquette. It's very rude. Very bad manners. We don't do that. So... At that point, his streaming schedule, apparently, because he did have his schedule written Ooh, onto his profile. He had a schedule. He had a okay. schedule. Ooh, fancy. Sorry, I'm, like, chewing on a lolly as well. <laughs> it's fine. And I was looking at my, like, my audacity. I was like, oh, it's picking up my crunching. <laughs> Awkward. Pay, paid for this expensive microphone. It's still picking up my chewing. What the fuck? Right. Stop. <laughs> You're embarrassing me. <laughs> So, yeah, so his streaming schedule was Monday to Friday for seven hours, Saturday for Holy four fuck. hours, and Sunday he had off. I don't, That's a lot of streaming hours. Yeah. I don't think towards the end of his streaming career, though, that he was doing that because I did check out his Twitter. Fun fact, his Twitter is also still up. But, like, and it, he didn't really tweet anything. It was just his live notifications coming through. Oh, my God. I hate those Twitter Yeah. Accounts. I went to the Twitter account. And I was like, oh, there's going to be some juicy tweets. No, no. It was just live notifications. Ugh. I was like, well, that's boring. Gross. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I thought that was kind of interesting considering like you and I had recently talked about like Twitch streamers and stuff like that or streaming mm. on Twitch and we are kind of quite familiar with that world. So then for it to pop up in a case, I was just like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, but when Grant wasn't streaming on Twitch, he became a bit of a – connoisseur if you will of certain websites so oh basically grant liked to log on and chill out on porn sites oh so okay i i I figured we're going to the spicy site yes we are going to a spicy site especially my free cams the spicy site ah okay so if you don't know like anyone listening, if you don't know, if you're innocent and you don't know what, right? You're like probably too young to be listening, <laughs> or you're incredibly innocent and you sh- still probably shouldn't be listening. <laughs> um, but my free cams is a website where people, mainly women, can live stream nudity and sexual activity. You know, I think it's basically a cam girl site. Yeah, and I think that's really where the term cam girl 
was coined, right? Like, I don't think we really... I don't know. I don't think we had really too many instances of cam girls prior to My Free Cams because I think that started in the Mm. early 2000s. So I guess it's like, think Twitch, but no video games and titties. Yeah. Yeah. Just titties. Yeah. And like... Lots of titties. Yeah. And so you could go onto these websites and some of the women would have, like you would have to pay to view their shows. So you would buy these tokens and if you wanted like special one-on-one time to view them, then you would pay some tokens. If you just liked the girl, you would give her some tokens, etc, etc. Mm. So anyway, Grant, he's just enjoying, he's perusing on MFC. I'm going to call it MFC because it just, I feel like it puts a wall between me and it. Okay. <laughs> and so he actually ended up finding a Bulgarian cam girl slash model who was named Sylvia, but she went by Sylvie online. And Grant was just enthralled by Sylvie. He thought she was beautiful. He thought that she was just the bee's knees. And he would purchase tokens to buy minutes just to interact with her. Like that was that was the only so, one that she, he wanted so to watch. Sylvie was good at her job. Sylvie like got him hook, line, and sinker mm, because okay. it got to a point where Grant was spending like four hours online per night, buying up Holy to fuck. five thousand tokens per night, which was just over six hundred dollars. That is um, yeah, a night. Yeah, and you know the shows that Sylvie would put on would cost about ninety tokens per minute, and what the. Fuck. Grant couldn't miss a fucking stream. <laughs> so. I am. Um, I got into the wrong profession. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it wasn't long, though, before Grant was just, he was really trying to grab Sylvie's attention. He pretended, like, and he put up this this facade of being this really successful and super rich gamer that drived this, you know, BMW or Mercedes or whatever the fuck. And Mm. he would just shower her in tokens and he would then start to buy her gifts like lingerie and sex toys on top of just the insane fee just to watch her every single night. But by this point, you know, Grant's in deep and he's becoming disillusioned by all of this. And he starts thinking of himself as Sylvie's boyfriend. Oh, do you fucking hang on? Wait, hang on, wait. So he's spending that kind of money every day. He's not making that from Twitch. No, he's not. Not with two and a half thousand followers or whatever it was. Exactly. So. Okay. All right. Okay. You know, he's doing all this for Sylvie. And I think when it first started, he was spending a couple of hundred per night to watch Sylvie. And then it very quickly started getting into the thousands of dollars. But like you said, He's he's not working. He got fired. And mm. Twitch might have been giving him a little bit of money for his subs and donos, but you know, not enough to be watching Sylvie every single night. So, you know, well, what can you do in this scenario? Like, what can you do? Well, of course, you just start stealing credit cards from your family, obviously. Oh. You know, like, um, absolutely, of course. Again, not sure that's my first thought. It's not yours? What do you mean? It just makes I mean, sense. <laughs> Realistic. I mean, I, I feel like my first thought would probably be like, maybe I'll just get another job. Right. Maybe I'll get a day job. Yeah. That would be good. And do and do Twitch on the side. Exactly. Make some yeah. Like. Make some, like, just hustle a little bit. No, 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 no. Yeah. Steal your family credit cards. 
So okay, he would actually like Grant would actually tell his family that you know he needed the money, like because he's starting up this Twitch streaming career, and in order to be like great at streaming you have to market yourself and you know get all the rgb lights that you can or something okay that that that's too personal you just attacked me <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> but yeah he needed all of the like he needed to market himself and on twitch and yeah. like he had to pay to promote himself that is not how that works no, yeah, okay. it's not absolutely for anyone who's listening who doesn't know no no yeah, no, that's not how that works at all. Unfortunately, though, in a matter of months, Grant Grant had spent over $200,000 of his family's oh, money. My God. Yeah. That is so much money on, on Sylvie. On Sylvie. Like, is that just on Sylvie? That's just on Sylvie. That's like on tokens Holy and gifts. Fuck. But yeah, that's... I wonder what he told her that he did have all this money. Well, he was telling her that he was like this really wealthy gamer esports professional that he okay. was like really into this gaming world and esports so, world yeah and he was really living the fantasy yeah i feel like in his mind whenever he was in his little bedroom tapping away on his laptop of a nighttime <laughs> that he pictured himself in, to be in this like penthouse apartment talking to his girlfriend not a cam girl God. yeah so it's that's so sad. Like, I just, I feel like if I stole $200,000 of my parents' money, even with a lame excuse of, you know, oh, I'm just trying to promote myself as a streamer, I honestly don't think that I would be of this earth anymore. Like, I think they would have <laughs> wiped me the fuck out. <laughs> oh, man, it just, like, my family just wouldn't have happened in the first place. They'd be like, a streamer, go fuck yourself. Get a real job. <laughs> Get a job, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, mm. but... Grant had extremely supportive parents and I don't think that they were thrilled <laughs> by it at all. Yeah, I can, I can imagine that. But I think I read that, you know, Chad ended up having to take out a second mortgage on their home. Oh, my God. Just to pay for the debt that Grant had racked up. And, Are you, oh my God, you know, off. it wasn't that far out from the incident from the hospital either because I also read that, Chad and Margaret were also paying Grant's legals fee for the medication charges that caused him to get fired. Okay, his parents too nice. I know. I mean, yeah. I his parents were so supportive that Chad eventually found out that Grant was in the process of taking out a credit card in Chad's name, but Chad didn't report it because he didn't want Grant to be in any more trouble. Like Oh my god. They're really just trying to cut like not I don't want to say they were covering it up. But they didn't want him to get in a lot of trouble. Like, I think they did the the, the really protective parent thing of like, oh, well, I don't want you to get, to ruin your life over this, you know? Mm. But like, okay, maybe I've just been watching too much Intervention lately, which I have. I love that and show. I'm like, someone needs to like get him to hit rock bottom so yes. he actually does something instead of giving him all these like free passes because of course he's just going to continue because right. that's easier. Draw the line. Hard lines mm. need to be exactly. drawn. Exactly. But in December of 2018, it felt like things were kind of starting to settle down a little bit, like the dust was starting to settle on things. The charges against him from the hospital were dropped. And so Cody decided, you know what, Grant, let's go to Japan. And they go with a friend 
because, you know, they'd all been wanting to go for years and it seemed like the perfect time. So I will just say that it seemed to be as though Cody had a lot of friends and Grant then tagged along. Like Grant was kind of the outlier on it. It was Cody and his friends plus Grant. And Right, okay. So Grant didn't really have any of his own friends? Not really, but because Cody and Grant already were super close, Cody just always wanted to include Grant because, like, they were Mm. friends as well as brothers. Okay. So they decided to go to Japan. It seemed like the perfect time. It would get Grant out of the house and away from all the issues for a while, create some distance between Grant and all the drama and Sylvie, and it would also give – his parents, like the parents, a chance to just get away from Grant and simmer down. And, you know, Cody being, of course, the absolutely amazing brother that he was, paid for Grant's trip because Grant's not working still. And he Mm, ended up spending close to $10,000 on this Japan trip. Holy. Yeah. Okay, so they're doing all right. They are, yeah. So apparently towards the end of the trip, Cody and his friend decided to go out for the day, but Grant was like, oh, I don't feel very well. (laughs) I'm sick. You know, mean girl vibes. (laughs) Right, okay. And so Cody and co. go out with Grant, go out, and Grant stays at the hotel, but like the little slippery snake that he is, steals the friend's credit card and tablet, finds some Wi-Fi, and then spends another $600 on Sylvie. Oh, so, man, Sylvie's got to be rolling in it by now. Mm, the trip just ends on a pretty bad note there. I just, I'm struggling to understand how you become like so addicted to someone who is only nice to you because of a transaction. Yeah. Like how do you become so addicted to that that you can't even enjoy and like a trip to Japan that you're not even paying for? Right. All expenses paid. And yeah. you're just like, like, you don't even have to worry about it. You just have to enjoy it. And you still can't spend that time not talking to someone who only talks to you because you pay them. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. And like, I read all these things like, oh, you know, Sylvie was also kind of to blame because she was, oh, she no, was encouraging this. No, no, no. Like, She's getting paid to do her job. And, exactly. you know, if you can't distinguish a line, between her doing her job and that goes for anyone that's in the sex trade mm. or anything like that or even just anyone that's working if you can't distinguish a line between someone doing their job and your illusion of them being nice to you because they actually want you then you've got problems like that's just the bottom line yeah absolutely no i don't think sylvie's doing anything wrong all no. she's doing is her job like that's it absolutely like- Anything else that Grant's deciding on his own has nothing to do with her. No, she's just out there getting paid. And the thing is, yeah. as well, is that Grant knows that she's like she's actively still a cam girl. Like, and he mm. he knows some of her essential clients because they have like a group chat. So that is so weird. It's like he thinks that he's the boyfriend, but yeah, he that's also that's knows weird. that he also recognizes that he is not the only boyfriend. It's weird. It's a weird. So he's okay with the group situation. Yeah. Like, and he's friends with these people. Like they have a very happy go lucky group chat and they chat about Sylvie. It's like this weird fan club of disillusionment. It's fucking weird. Okay. I think the word you're looking for is there a bunch of simps talking to each other. Yeah. They were simping real, (laughs) really hard, but okay. So when the boys returned from Japan, Grant and Chad 
just kept butting heads at this point. They were arguing constantly over Grant li- Grant's I lifestyle. I understand why. Absolutely. It seemed like, you know, the J- Japan trip didn't go the way that they had hoped and it didn't give Grant the reset that they were hoping for. So he still wanted to spend all of his time in his room on the internet and still wouldn't get a job. And he does still live at home. I don't think I mentioned that, but yeah, he's still living at home at this point. Okay. I actually thought that for some reason, even though you didn't say it, that he had his own place because he was working. No. So Jason moved out, but Grant and Cody Grant, were still living okay. at home. And, you know, Grant at this point is like 29-ish. So okay. like he knows better, but, you know, the internet's calling me mom. Um, <laughs> so Look, I get it. But, like, also, you can't have to look after your own shit. Exactly. But by December 19th, Grant and Chad were arguing arguing so badly that Grant just left the house. Like, he just, like, you know what, fuck this. And he got up and he left. He texted his mum to say that he was really tired of everything. So he was just, you know, I'm just going to deal with it on my own terms and in my own way. And I can't imagine that that would have been a great text to have received like that Margaret would have received because they know that mentally he's he's not doing the greatest. So she called police and reported him missing. It turned out, though, that he just went to his aunt's place. And so Grant drives over there and he's like, hey, can I stay here for a bit? And she's like, yeah, no, that's fine. Don't worry. But she did say that he looked really exhausted and really gaunt and just not well. So... While he's at his aunt's place, she said that he would sleep all day but be awake all night. And later on, you know, she's doing her own thing. She's checking her finances, checking her bank accounts, just, you know, budgeting, blah, 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 blah. And she realizes that, you know, this account doesn't have as much money as I thought it would have. Like, this is weird. So she goes and she checks and lo and behold, there's just charges for my free cams in Oh my god! So of course she's she's calling Chad. She's like, "The fuck is going on?" Grant came here all gaunt and shit, looking fucking weird, and you know now my money's missing. And there's some weird porn website on my bank accounts. <laughs> so she's—it's almost like I can't put two and two together. It's just fucking bizarre. It's so so strange. <laughs> she's like, you know, not fully understanding the full extent of drama that's been going on at home for the past few months, and. Chad just gets really fucking embarrassed and is really apologetic and he just breaks down and he begs her not to press charges. And even Cody apparently got on the phone and he's like, you know, I'll pay back all of the money that Grant has stolen from you. I'm so sorry. And Chad's just fucking having a mental breakdown, an emotional breakdown on the phone. And he opens up the floodgates and confesses everything that's been going on from all of the debts that Grant has accumulated to all the fuckery that's been going on with his website and his fucking girl from Bulgaria. And when talking about the phone call, the aunt said, quote, he told me on the phone, yeah, I'm going to have to work a few more years than I thought I'd have to, but it's okay. I'll do it for Grant. I don't want him to go to jail. Giving this guy way too many chances. Right. This is a long leash that you're giving him here. <laughs> like a really long leash. And he's just taking advantage of it. It's not like it's getting better. Absolutely. Yeah. Like he's just taking advantage from everyone at this point. He's stealing from his parents. He's stealing from Cody. He's stealing from friends. He's stealing probably like from his aunt. Who knows who else he's stealing from at this point? I mean, I don't I don't blame his parents. I'm sure that they probably thought that they were doing the right thing. Mm. But I mean, like... How many chances do you give someone? Especially when, like, it's not like he's asking for the money and then they're giving it to him. He's just exactly. taking credit cards. Yeah. 
and he's signing, like trying to sign up for more credit cards in other people's names. Yeah, it's just yeah. you can't coddle an addiction out of people, unfortunately. Like you can't wrap them up in cotton wool and hope that the addiction will go away. Like you have to be quite mm. firm with it. And I think especially in this case, you just you have to put your foot down. But yeah, I know that, that could be tough though. Oh, absolutely. I don't think especially that when that, it's family. Exactly. I don't think that that's an easy easy thing to do regardless. But come December 22nd, Chad, Margaret, Jason and Cody all drive to the aunt's place and they end up staging an intervention. Um So weird that I just said that. Wild. <laughs> so they tell Grant that, you know, you need help, mate. Like this can't go on. It's hurting so many people. You're going to get in trouble. It just it can't keep going. And so the family ask him if he will consider going to rehab. This wasn't going to be cheap, though, and I read that Cody apparently committed to paying the $15,000 program fees. Wow, okay. But at the end of the day, they wanted to support him and get him the help that he needed. They wanted better for him, and they also knew that this was just becoming extremely toxic and really self-destructive, and it wasn't going to be long until he ended up going to jail for this. So Grant voluntarily checked himself into rehab in southern Florida for a 60-day program for sex and pornography addiction. While Grant was in rehab, though, Cody actually gained access to Grant's computer and he was able to make contact with Sylvie. And Cody just fucking spilled the tea. He was like... You know, Grant's not this super rich dude. He made himself out to be. He's, you know, living at home. He's <laughs> he's stealing his family's money. He doesn't have an expensive car. He, yeah, he's, he has no job at all. And so she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> like, I would be. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, especially, like, once you find out that they've been stealing money from their family to, like, fund it. Right, like... I don't think she'd feel good about that. I feel on one hand you're like, fuck yeah, I just got paid. But on the other hand, yeah. you're just like, but this isn't honest money. Like this is. Yeah, but like you're also like a still a person. Right. would be like, that's fucked. 100%. <laughs> you know, like, like I think I would at least hope that Sylvie probably felt bad. Yeah. But yeah, like I mean, I think on a per- like just on a personal level, you'd be like, what the fuck? Why would you steal from your family? Like. Well, I mean, there's also the other side of it, of that, you know, cam girls are still people. Exactly, um, yeah. And they've had a relationship, whatever that relationship is, but they've had a relationship for, like, quite some time now. She probably thought that she knew him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and to find out that he's just lied, he's, like, blatantly lied about everything. I feel mm. like that would be really an awkward feeling as well, thinking that you know someone and it turns out oh, everything they told you was a complete nut of lie. Like regardless, I mean, of- I'm, I don't know. Like now that I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, I'm sure that they probably actually come across that in their profession quite a bit because I'm sure that dudes probably do talk themselves up to cam girls and that sort of thing, and probably do maybe like make up stories about their lives because they don't want to admit like, mm. what their life is really like. But then to know that they were like stealing money, yeah, I to think give to her, I think that would be probably the part where you'd go. Ugh. I think it would probably like I'm just making assumptions here, but I would feel like. If it's just coming from people that are giving you small amounts of money here and there, then you're just like, okay, you'd shrug it away. But when it's like yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars, yeah. you'd be like, what the fuck? Exactly. Um, like that'd be, yeah. Yeah. That'd be mind-blowing. Right. 
So after all of that, Grant would later on say that Chad had actually erased everything of his computer and password protected it. So he was unable to access his computer when he got home from rehab. But Grant didn't end up staying the full 60 days and he checked himself out after just a couple of weeks. So by January 4th, Grant returned home. The family was like, okay, you know, this is not happening again, especially if you want to continue living under our roof. There is a zero tolerance policy for this happening again. And Chad in particular put his foot down at this point, he, like as he should have, and presented yeah. Grant with a list of rules for living with them. You know, he had to get a job, stop spending all night online. Chad and Margaret cancelled his own phone, his old phone plan and set him up with a new one that didn't include data. But... Okay you know, Grant would actually have to pay for this one. And so they said that, you know, Grant had to start paying back the debt that he owes to the family. And, you know, maybe some therapy also wouldn't hurt as well. But most importantly, absolutely no more communication with Sylvie. And that was a very strict line in the sand that Chad drew. If they caught him talking to or trying to buy tokens for her time, like again, then he was out. So what a wild situation to be in where you have to tell someone that they can't buy tokens to talk to a cam girl. Right. Like, you know what? At the end of the day, you do what you want to do. As long as it's your own money that you've well, yeah, earned. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, your life, you live it however you want to. Absolutely. But not when it, like, you know, impacts other people. It just is. In a negative way. It's wild to me to think that there was like this 29-year-old man who's living at home, not paying his own phone bill, not paying for the internet or any utilities. And he's just like, oh, no, I'm going to steal all of the money. Ends up stealing $200,000 of his parents' money. And he's just like, oh, but I want to talk to Sylvie because she's my pretend girlfriend. Like, what is wrong with <laughs> yeah, you? That, that, is, that is fucking wild. <laughs> so let's fast forward a little to the evening of January 24th, 2019. So Grant was apparently at home all day and he was actually preparing for a job interview when Chad got home from work and somehow had found out that Grant was still communicating with Sylvie. Apparently what had happened was because he had no phone data, he would take his mother's phone and contact oh Twi- contact Sil- Sylvie through Twitter on his mum's phone. So according to... That's so messed up. You're right. According to Grant, Chad lost it and he grabbed Grant and told him to get the fuck out of the house. Grant said he packed up his stuff and as he was leaving, he and Chad had a long talk in the driveway. His dad gave him a credit card to book a hotel room for the night and you know by this point Cody had come home from work he chatted to his brother said goodbye to his mom and he left the property between midnight and 12 30 on January 25th at least that's what Grant would want you to believe happened okay what actually happened was pretty fucking atrocious so in the evening of January 24th, Margaret was actually working on her computer in the home office. She's enjoying a glass of wine. She's, you know, finished for the day. She's just checking her emails and whatnot. Grant, unfortunately, though, was armed with a semi-automatic handgun. And what? he walked up to his mother and just shot her in the back of the head. What the actual fuck? Leaving her body slumped over the office desk, Grant calmly waited for his father to arrive home. And as he heard Chad walk into the kitchen, Grant then shot his father twice in the head. 
Grant then used Chad's phone to text Cody, who was finishing up at at work by this point, and said, hey, Grant, you know, pretending to be Chad. Grant, Mm. can you come home? Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, Cody goes home. And as Cody enters the home, Grant shot him in the hallway just underneath his eye. So, yeah, pretty fucked. Um, Jesus Christ, okay. Grant placed the gun about five feet from Cody's body and he was attempting to make this look like a murder-suicide. Yeah, because that's totally what's going to... How on earth did he ever think that that was going to be believable? Right. Why would he be the only one alive? Absolutely. You know, he just thought that this... One who had wronged them over and over again. Yeah, he just thought that his story would stick, that no, I... I... He's a dumb fuck. Right, look, he was not that bright (laughs) by any means. Oh, my God. So the next morning when Cody didn't show up for work, his co-workers called the police because, you know, Cody hadn't missed a day of work in five years. So obviously they were a bit concerned and called in a welfare check because they had also heard from Cody that... Grant was struggling with depression and suicidal ideation. So they thought, oh, this isn't good. Mm. So they sent a welfare check. So Seminole County deputies arrived at the Amato house at around quarter past nine in the morning for a welfare check. And, of course, they were unable to get the attention of any of the residents. So they did get the go-ahead to enter the property where they were met with a pretty gruesome scene. Grant, of course nowhere to be found, and so the police just put out a bulletin to be on the lookout for Grant's 1996 Honda Accord. The next morning, January 26th, January 26th, rather, the car was sighted at a Doubletree hotel, and detectives asked him about, like, his family, to which he said, oh, well, you know, they were alive the last time I saw them, but he's pulled in for question nonetheless. So during the interview... Because they're not stupid. Right? Like, oh, <laughs> how weird. You're just at a hotel when you've been living at home, but your family is now dead. But... <sighs> right? During the interview, Daniel, Detective Daniel Anderson and Detective Eva Marie Multari would report that Grant was just... He was fucking relaxed. Maybe he had some propofol. I don't know. But he was <laughs> fucking relaxed. You know, he talked about his passion for gaming and live streaming. And, you know, he even had the fucking audacity to complain about his family. Grant said that Chad was, like, super angry all the time. And he was... Oh, gee, I wonder why. Right? He was overbearing. And would even go so far as to be physically abusive towards Margaret and said that he would also be abusive towards Jason and himself when they were younger. But he left Cody out of that scenario for whatever reason. Maybe. Oh, actually, that's a good question. Why? Right? So he admitted that he had been spending a lot of his family money, especially since, you know, it was his dad's money to talk and interact with Sylvie, saying, quote, you know, spending that amount of money, it's idiotic, especially when you're not making it. Like, fucking congratulations, genius. Oh, you figured that out. Wow, good job. (laughs) Um, He also told detectives that it was actually Chad who had hacked into his computer and told Sylvie the truth about Grant and complained about how his dad would nag him to get a job. It's just like, fuck, man. My God. Nagging a grown man in his late 20s to get a job. Right? God, like, what are you? Fucking 16? God. Anyway, during the interview, not once did Grant ask the detectives what had happened to his family. So it was becoming pretty apparent that they were, in fact, 
not alive the last time yeah. that Grant had seen them. So three hours into the interview, the detectives pulled out the photos from the crime scene, putting them out on the table in front of Grant to look at. And it was apparently at this point that Grant started to become emotional and the detectives tried to put the pressure on asking Grant directly if he had anything to do with it, if Grant had left the house with Cody, his mother and his father, looking the way that they did in the photographs. But Grant continued to deny any involvement, of course. So they actually then let Jason come to speak with his brother. And I cannot imagine how difficult that would have been. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm sure he wanted to believe that Grant wasn't capable of essentially wiping out his whole fucking family, but it wasn't making sense because apparently yeah. Jason said, quote, things aren't adding up. I'm really confused, Grant. It scares me that you want to leave here and not face up to what happened, to which Grant just didn't respond. And Jason ended up pleading and begging Grant to tell the truth. But, you know, Grant was just like, no, thanks, and refused to say anything. So before leaving the interrogation room, Jason said, quote, I'm going to pray for you, brother, because I can't pray for mum, dad, or Cody anymore. And I'm just, oh. I was like, fuck, man. It's fucking heartbreaking. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> so the police did end up questioning Jason, but he had a rock solid alibi. For anyone who was just like, oh, maybe the other brother did it. He was actually, you know, at home with his girlfriend and like who went to work for the full day, went home, had dinner with his girlfriend and her children, went to bed, took the kids to school the next morning. So yeah, rock solid alibi. The Cody's girlfriend was also interviewed and she revealed that Grant had actually stolen 60,000 from Cody alone. Holy shit. And that Grant had stolen Cody's guns so that he could sell or pawn them, essentially. And she also told detectives how Cody was becoming increasingly worried and fearful that, you know, Grant was, he was starting to unravel and he was becoming more and more unhinged. And at one point, I think Grant said that he was, or Cody said that he was worried that Grant would just, you know, kill everyone. Jesus Christ. Okay. I can't imagine. Imagine thinking that, like, about your, your, your brother. brother-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple days later, on January 28th, Grant, Grant was arrested and charged with three counts of first-degree murder. He did plead not guilty while he was waiting for his trial, but his bail was set to $750,000. I don't know if he tried to post bail, but he was barred from using any of the money from his parents' estate, so he was held on remand i mean as that that that's the way it should be Absolutely. like you get to murder your parents and then use their estate to get yourself out of jail exactly i <laughs> i am curious to see like if he tried to access the funds to post bail i wouldn't be surprised because obviously that was the motive right so the trial started on july 23rd and you know he was facing the death penalty if he was convicted this is a little bit interesting. Well, I found it really interesting, especially since, you know, we've talked about uh, technology and the internet and stuff during this case. But with the help of a digital forensic investigator, Geraldine, Geraldine Blay, the prosecution were actually able to nail down a timeline of events. So okay. Margaret was working in the office on her computer and they knew this because they could see the activity up until 4.44 p.m. So mm -hmm. they suggested that she was shot at around 
4.45 p.m. since activity stopped abruptly and she was still found at her desk. Yeah, okay, makes sense. Chad's iPhone recorded him taking steps, which is assumed to be him walking into into his home at 5.25 p.m. Then there was no activity recorded on his phone for 27 minutes. So the prosecution said that Chad pretty much had entered the home from his car, walked into the kitchen, and then was shot by Grant. The prosecution did reveal, though, that the first shot didn't actually kill Chad. And oh God. because there was a trail of blood found on the floor from his body. No, no. Um, no. Yeah, which no. suggests that, you know, Chad tried to drag himself to a phone to get help, but unfortunately Grant cut it's him off. It's horrible. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fucking atrocious. Afterwards, at around 5.52, Chad's phone was unlocked and the settings were then changed that the phone would then remain unlocked. So over four hours later... Cody left work at around 9.15 p.m. And once he arrived at the home, he was shot and killed. It was also revealed that about two hours later at 11.30 p.m., a USB drive was inserted into Grant's computer. This USB drive contained 637 photos and videos of Sylvie. And was, oh, my God. Yeah. And it was later found in his jeans pocket, which were left in his car. Grant. I, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I cannot understand the logic here. Right. So, okay. I'm trying, trying to like think about where his headspace was at. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that he murdered his family for the money. So that's the only thing that really makes sense. I don't think he gave a shit about them either way. They were just a means to an end for him. Mm. So I'm assuming that he killed them for the money. And then he's like, well, I've got, got three bodies in the house now. I'm just going to go download some photos of my fake girlfriend. Yeah. I wonder if it was a mix of like, okay, well, if if I just take him out, one, they're not going to be nagging at me all the goddamn time, and two, mm. I'll have access to the money for a short period of time. So I'll just get all of my most important belongings, a.k.a. these photos <laughs> of fucking Sylvie. Oh, my God. And then I'll bail and take as much money as I can. Then I can, you know – Right off into the sunset with Sylvie. Yeah, because that's totally how that was going to work. 100%. Absolutely. That's, yeah, that's what I assume was going on in his mind because, like, realistically, the only thing that was the issue was that they were fucking telling you, maybe you need to stop, man. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. stop stealing our money, get a job, make your own money, and then buy all the tokens that you fucking want, essentially. So, yeah, that's that would be my interpretation of, of the, why he would have done what he – would have done but even then you, yeah. you're living in a fucking fantasy oh i mean absolutely and that's kind of like i guess the issue mm. i guess like it doesn't even have to be like cam girls it can be anyone who creates yeah. content where like people create this whole like relationship that is not really there absolutely and you know you feel like you know someone but they don't really yeah know you. like we've heard these stories previously where a streamer especially on twitch will just be doing her thing and then all of a sudden some guy thinks that he's in a relationship and he's owed something because you know he gave her some money one time or whatever the fuck or yeah. he thinks well, that he's um, in a relationship oh, i'm trying to think i have a mind blank but the oh, what's her name fuck very mad um, i wasn't thinking about her because i feel like she's probably pretty thick skinned and has mm. i assume she gets that all the time mm. yeah so oh. she's probably like prepared to deal with it. are you thinking of um, alana someone 
Is that her name? Oh my god, what is? Okay, this is your driving. Give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> I am thinking of Sweet Anita. <gasps> yeah. So she doesn't do any kind of like sexual content at all, but she's had a stalker mm-hmm. for like years at this point, and. That's all because this dude has created some relationship in his head. Yeah. That is not there because he can watch her all the time. Like, it's... It's weird, right? Like So strange. Like, I feel whenever I'm watching TV or I'm watching a YouTube video or I'm watching a streamer, I'm fully aware of Mm. the disconnect between that person that I'm viewing and myself. I think, like, I don't get it because, like... (laughs) I'm watching a stream and I'm afraid to say anything in the Same. <laughs> so I can't imagine like sitting there thinking, oh yeah, this is totally my girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. Hard like, same. I, <laughs> I just, I, I cannot imagine. That's like such a leap. Right. You, like the mental gymnastics you would have to do to get there. Yeah, absolutely. It's I wild. I mean, I guess like the thing is, it's like a symptom of some other kind of like mental health struggle. Mm. But I mean, this is obviously this is a really extreme case, but I feel like we hear about yeah, like stalkers and stuff like that all mm-hmm. the time. Absolutely, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's wild. Okay, so after all of that, you know, he gets his USB, which you know, very important. Grant then also tried to wipe Cody's phone, but he was unable to since he didn't know the passcode for the phone. So just after midnight, Chad's banking app was accessed. Of course it was. Yeah, I feel like that's no surprise. And it was accessed via his phone. So the prosecution asked Mrs. Blay if, based on her experience and training, could an iPhone be successfully unlocked with a dead person's fingerprint? And she was like, yep, as peppers. (laughs) So it was noted then that Chad's index finger had been cleaned of blood, which was how Grant was able to access the bank account. So Grant killed his whole family starting 10 hours earlier and at 3 a.m. Grant decided to pay almost $600 to reopen his my, my, my Free Cams website account. Jesus Christ. I can't imagine that. Like, you've just murdered your entire family and you're like, so I'm going to spend the evening now talking to a cam girl. Right? And, like, his... It's wild to me that you would have to pay $600 just to reopen your account once it's been closed. Like, I don't understand that. Or if it was just a misunderstanding and he just decided to buy some more tokens. Maybe the account owed money or something. Potentially, yeah. But I don't know how they work. So I can't imagine, you know, you've just spent the last 10 hours fucking killing your family. You haven't even tried to remove the bodies or, you know, you just left them where you shot them and you're just like, go to your room. You know what? I want to watch some some spicy content. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh man, my god! So, yeah, so bad. The prosecution the prosecution laid out how Grant tried to stage it as a murder suicide by placing the gun near Cody's body, leaving bullets around the crime scene, and even tried to make it look like there was you know an old time western quick draw between Cody oh. and Chad, <laughs> because Grant had actually put Chad's holster with his handgun on Chad's body. The prosecution, though, were able to say that, you know, that actually didn't take place because the holster was on the wrong hip. So. God, he's a dumb fuck. Essentially, he would have had to pull the gun out with the wrong hand, which would have made the gun face Chad and then turn it around to, yeah, 
Anyway, so not only was it on the wrong hip, but people who actually knew Chad were testifying that, you know, he would never actually walk around his own home with a gun strapped to his hip. Like that's just... Why would, you, why would anyone do that? Right? It's dumb. so out of character. So... And they did get a firearms expert and he, like, no, sorry, they testified that none of the guns found in the home while investigating the crime scene were used in the murders. And the bullets that had been staged by Grant were also not from the gun used to commit the murders. So they revealed that, you know, this couldn't have been, obviously, a murder-suicide that Grant had staged it to be because Cody wasn't shot at close range while Margaret and Chad were. So it makes zero sense that if he's trying to make it look like Cody shot his parents, why are they shot at close range? But when you're trying to shoot yourself, it's from a distance. Like that makes no sense. Uh, Yeah, Grant's not the sharpest tool in the shed, is he? No, not the brightest crayon in the box. But a friend of Cody and Grant's actually testified that his gun had gone missing months earlier But, you know, he rarely used his gun, so he didn't realise that it had actually gone missing until about two weeks before the murders took place. No, sorry. So does that mean that, like, Grant was planning it for that long? So I think I I misspoke there. I don't think he noticed – thanks, Chip. (laughs) Yeah, so I think I misspoke there. I don't think he noticed that his gun was missing until after the murders, but he can – tie it in that he assumes that about two weeks before the murders Grant and Cody had come over and Grant had left the room because they were all playing video games or something so he assumes that that's when Grant went in and stole the gun and took it okay so for at least two weeks before it had happened Grant was already thinking about it yeah, because I was going to my next question, like, was this a planned thing or was it a spur of the moment, like, I need money to talk to Sylvie mm. kind of thing? But clearly he was at least entertaining the possibility Yeah, and beforehand. because Grant knew where the gun was being kept in the friend's home and he knew that he didn't really use this gun, plus he has a history of stealing, you know. So I think they just mm. put that all together, like, it is an assumption, but it's – that's a pretty good assumption that that's where he got yeah. the gun. And, yeah, it would have been about two weeks before the murders, which does make it premeditated. Unfortunately, though, the gun that was used in the murders wasn't actually ever recovered. So... Hang on, wait. Why was it not recovered? Wasn't it at the scene? No, it wasn't. So the gun that was at the scene was apparently one of the guns that was at the home. Right, okay, so that wasn't the one he actually used. No, he was sorry, a, I left that bit out. It was just out. a prop. Yeah, it was just one of the family's guns that he just was like, oh, I'll place this here right. and then okay. people will make the assumption that that was the murder weapon. But I okay, don't that think that they found, like, I don't think they found any, like, gun re- like gunpowder residue on it and the bullets weren't the same bullets as the bullets that we used. But, yeah, so <laughs> they looked at the type of gun that was stolen and the bullets that were used in the murder and, you know, they were compatible. So it's more than likely that it was that gun that he had stolen mm. and was used. Like, of course, we can't be 100% sure, but I'm like 99.9% sure that that it was. 
Yeah. It was revealed that between Grant leaving rehab and the murder 20 days later, Grant actually wrote a letter to some friends who were all part of the Sylvie fanfare, the little group chat that they had. He wrote a letter to them and he confessed that, you know, he wasn't a professional gamer that he lived with his parents and he was unemployed and he didn't have a fancy car. So he also told them how angry at his father he was and how angry he was that, you know, Chad made him go to rehab, but more importantly, more importantly, that Sylvie was told the truth. My God. It's just, it's fucking wild to me that (sighs) that's the part that was just like, but anyway. Apparently, Grant also said in the letter that he was so upset that Sylvie was now moving on and seeing her happy without him in her life was just making him realize how pointless his life was. (laughs) Oh, for fuck's sake. Dude's got to get a grip. Truly. So that was all contained in the trial. But on July 31st, 2019, and this is where we end The jury, thank God, found Grant Amato guilty of premeditated first-degree murder. And in August of that year, he was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Good. Thank gosh. Stupid fucker, seriously. Absolutely. I just imagine being those parents, like, you've done everything that you thought was right. You've given your kid everything that you think that they need, and that's what they do. Right. That, that's the things you get. The amount you try to like help them. Yeah, the amount of chances and opportunities that you know Chad, Margaret, and even Cody gave mm. to Grant, and he's just like, you know, I want to talk to my Sylvie. Just like an like an ungrateful man child, essentially. Absolutely. Like is is that what he does in jail now? Oh, I want to talk to Sylvie though. Yeah, we make Jimmy. Can't get any tokens in jail, you fuck. Like, God. Yes. Has Has anyone ever t- like spoken to Sylvie about like what she thinks about the whole situation? The weird thing is, is I can find so many photos of her online. I don't think I will post them just because, like, yeah, no, she's not. She's not part. Like, unfortunately, she's a part of the story, but she's not in the story. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's really done any interviews with her per se. I couldn't really find any at quick glance. But, yeah, her fucking face is plastered everywhere. Wherever you look for Grant Amato, you see her face too. She's a okay. uh, very pretty lady. Like, she's very, very lovely say, like, looking. I was actually kind of curious what he looked like because, obviously, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> and he- Gonna, uh, okay, look, it's fine to be offensive to this dude uh-huh. because he's an asshole and in jail. He looks exactly like the kind of guy I would think would be an incel. Right, 100%. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> I just... She's she's very pretty, though. She is. She's absolutely stunning. And the weirdest thing was is that while this was all un- unraveling, like, this was quite, like, there was a lot of, like, there was a lot of chatter about it on the internet, of course. You know, it's mm. kind of this weird internet thing that, spilled over into real life and now it's like this murder thing so there was a lot of chatter about it but the amount of things that I read and maybe this is just like bad takes from 2019 was how much people really gave shit on like to Sylvie about it like that Mm. well she shouldn't be doing this or she shouldn't have pretended to be his girlfriend and blah blah blah. she was doing I just I want to make it very fucking clear to anybody who's listening she was doing her job and that's yeah I don't blame her at all no personally 100% no. It's not her fault that this this guy was unhinged. 
essentially. Absolutely. It's got nothing to do with her. Absolutely. Just doing your job. That's it. Exactly. And, you know, you can sit there and be like, oh, well, she works in the sex industry, blah, blah, blah. It's still, it's still not an excuse. It makes no difference. She yeah. was doing her job and he was just completely disillusioned by everything. And he was living in a fantasy world. And either way, mm. you, I feel like most people know, don't kill your family. You know what? Don't kill anyway, but don't kill your fucking family. And here he is. <laughs> well, like I was going to say, the only way that I could, I feel like that you could blame her is if she was saying, yeah, kill your family so you can give me more money. 100%. And until you show me evidence that that happened, exactly. I, I don't see how that she could ever be held in any way responsible. Yeah, absolutely. Like when you think about it, there's a lot of victims in this because, you know, you've got Sylvie and now her face is plastered fucking everywhere on the internet for everyone yeah. to see. You've got Jason who has essentially lost his whole family. Yeah, that poor guy. Yeah, and has to pick up the pieces afterwards and it's just – it, I think that's always the saddest part. Like, I can't imagine that that would be easy for Jason either, you know, having to has, go through that. Has Grant ever said anything about, like, the murders? Has he ever, like, given the reason why or shown um, any kind of remorse or this, like, anything? The weirdest thing is, is that there's so much content online about Grant and I know that in the early stages of him being incarcerated, he was actually in contact with a few true crime channels on YouTube. So he wrote them letters and explained certain things. I don't know if he went, because like these would be pages and pages and pages of letters that he would send out to these channels. I know that in one of them, he said that he blamed his lawyers for the result. And it's just like, what? So, like, I didn't... Okay, so no no remorse. He's just a cunt. Yeah, okay. I didn't watch the whole video, but I'm going to assume that if that's what you're focusing on, like, and you think oh that your God. lawyers didn't do the good, like, the right thing, then you're obviously taking no, like, no responsibility for your actions. So that tells me everything that I need to know, essentially. Okay, so he's still, yeah, an entitled cunt. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. uh, that's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah. I am just going to warn that if you Google his name... And look at like Google images. You will see crime scene photos. I'd have seen something I didn't really want to see. Oh yeah, I didn't look at the images. Yeah, well, I, I wanted to see if they would show Sylvie if I just Googled his name, and they do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, also you will see some horrific things. Don't, mm. don't do that if you don't want to see it. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't imagine what that would be like for Jason too. Like, yeah, just- like having that name that everyone probably associates with that as well. Mm. Absolutely. My heart goes out to him for sure. Like losing your whole family. That'd be so tough. It's so. To just like live life after that. Yeah. And it's so wildly, widely covered online. And like even just having crime scene photos of. Yeah. Like, I didn't even think about that. But like Google your own name. You're going to get photos of your dead family. Right. Oh, I can't That's disgusting. Right. I, I personally would change my name for sure. Yeah, I probably would too. But then that raises the issue of like, well, you know, your then you cut your your family's legacy. You know, like yeah, it's also true because he's the only son that's going to be able to have children. Yeah, at this point, so fucking rough. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's very tough. Oh, it's so sad. (laughs) But yeah, this thing is so sad. Absolutely. This is why I don't like doing cases that are recent. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's wild that his um, social media accounts are still up. Usually they yeah. Them. Well, that's what I was assuming. I was assuming, especially the Twitch one, because like you can yeah. you can see very clearly. Come on, people get banned for less, right? Let me have a look. What um, less? It God. Yeah, I saw clips of him just gaming. Like he played a lot of COD and Fortnite, which tells me all I needed to know. Really? Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> is it here it is yeah and all the clips are still there which is wild to me that they're still hosted on twitch considering yeah it's very well known who he is at this point his face is everywhere and he did what he did but have a ton of clips of him i guess playing video games like that's it's just wild to me that's really weird yeah i find that really bizarre that that's still that's still there right it's just absolutely wild to me Oh, I didn't realize that he apparently also offered to coach people at Fortnite. <laughs> Sorry. God. Yeah. Oh, he has a list, link to a Discord too. Oh my God, is the Discord still active? Because that would be out of. I want to click it out of curiosity, but at the same time, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Okay. I kind of want to know. Surely not. I have no idea. Surely not. Wild. Absolutely wild. Okay, I think I'm going to do it. Oh, I don't know. Can I? Oh, my God. Okay, so I just noticed the description on his Discord. What is it? Join the gods Discord server. Oh, I hate it. That's disgusting. Does it tell you how many people are in there? I was going to say, like, if I hit it, it asks me if I'm sure I want to join first, right? Mm. If it is active. Yeah. It's not just going to, like, drop me in there. I don't know. I'm about to find out. (laughs) I clicked on it. Okay, I don't think it's I don't think it exists anymore because it just yeah this invite link is invalid or has expired. That doesn't mean that it's not the Discord server's not there though. That just means the link has expired. Oh, I hate it. We have a time limit. I hate all of it. Disgusting. Oh God. I f- <laughs> feel like someone should probably contact Top Fist. I don't think they'd want to be associated with her. That's wild to me. Like that. This that's is... apparently one of his sponsors. It's just bizarre to me that. It's still up. Like, and I mean, you're right. Like what you mentioned before is that people on Twitch have been banned for much, much less. Yeah, so much less. But this is all still here. Crazy. That's crazy. Bizarre. But yeah, anyway. anyway I'm I'm glad the dumb fuck's in jail. Absolutely. I fully agree. I, it's wild to me. Like this whole story was just like, what the fuck is going on? What, what do we mean? What do you mean? I actually have heard this story before as you went on. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I have no, heard this yeah. Before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like there's so many people who end up suffering mm. just because this guy wanted to steal more money. Right. Like, it's such a waste. Like, Right. And it's just, it's solely just this fantasy that he was living in because, you know, Sylvie's not his girlfriend. Like, this isn't your girlfriend. You don't live in a penthouse. No. You're not a famous streamer or esports personality. You don't drive a nice car. You don't even have your own home. Like, what mm. are you doing? Like, what do you mean? I think, I think, like, I, I don't know. This is probably just like me who like grew up poor and without a lot of family. But I'm like, imagine the things that you could achieve if you had a supportive family who were willing to fund like whatever it was that you wanted mm. to do, and this is what you chose to do instead. Right. Like, <laughs> that's wild. It is absolutely wild to me how much he took advantage of his family yeah, and then 
and then felt no guilt about that. Yeah. At all. And in fact, felt like they owed him more. Right. It's it's like, absolutely yeah, that, disgusting. That's infuriating. It's just disgusting, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Shit human being. Oh, apparently Chips agrees. Like, I mean, glad, I mean, but. He's right, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was just everything about it I hated. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was about to say thanks. I hated that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but you know what I don't hate? What? Our Twitter and Instagram. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to reach out to us or you want to see our, I don't know, whatever shenanigans we get up to on Twitter and Instagram, you can always check us out at Devil's Margarita. Is that it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, at Devil's Margarita. But if you would also like to send us an email, don't send us tokens. We aren't MFC. Just send us an email at devilsmargaritapod at gmail.com. I'm glad you know it. Yes. Nice. Yes. <laughs> we accept emails. We do not accept tokens, unfortunately. No. You know what? That's fine. We will take your emails and we love them anyway. Exactly. I'd, I'd personally prefer the emails. Right. What am I going to do with the token? <laughs> exactly. Unless it's a lo- it's a you saying that you appreciate us token, and I will take yeah, all of them. Then but- absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you so mm. much for listening, and we will catch you on the next time. We are here. All right, that's it. That's it. Okay. Oh, goodbye. Bye.